Christmas Day for me and my family, and I wanted to pass along to you. You've been so loyal. My true fans, a, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday, or whatever holiday you're celebrating, I hope you enjoy it and that you help each other bring peace and happiness in the new year. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! disaster. Like eating a burrito before sex. Welcome to the party, pal! Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to our season nine... Oh, <laughs> All right, uh, we'll do a take two. Oh, take two. <laughs> Speaking of bullshit, I have to edit out. <laughs> you know, Dave, we don't... We, we try to do limited editing. <laughs> it was Tourette, sorry. All right. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> take, take two. You Christmas elves. <clears throat> hello, dear listeners. Excuse me. Now I got. Hello, dear listeners. <laughs> hello, dear listeners. <clears throat> Jesus. <clears throat> hello, dear listeners, and welcome to our season nine finale. Wait, wait, wait. wait. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's just take a deep breath, and we'll start again. Sorry. <clears throat> hello, dear listeners, and welcome to our season nine finale of THSP. Tonight we'll be covering a film called Violent Night from 2022, and an episode simply entitled "That Violent Night Episode." Tonight on the show, we also have a supersized Kids Corner, a double feature, if you will, of Kids Corner, where Nate will cover the film Predator from uh, 2018 and Night of the Living Dead from 1968. Chris and I are also blessed to have a very special guest joining us, which you just heard. <laughs> he is none other than Dave, that's not Cranberry Sauce Rodriguez. Welcome, everyone, <laughs> and let's start off with our with our guest, Dave. How are you doing, my fine fellow? How are you doing, my fine fellow? Merry Christmas, you bitch. <laughs> oh, well, wait, 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 guys. I thought, damn, I, I watched the wrong movie. I watched Violent Shit. <laughs> damn it. Well, you know what? I was going to say, you are a couple years too late, my friend. Because we've <laughs> yeah. Been five days. By that the way, was well, a wild one. A couple by years, way, Chris? <laughs> yeah. By the way, Dave, what did you think about it? Oh, Violent Shit? Yeah. I mean, it lived up to its uh, to its uh, moniker for sure. Yeah. All right, good yeah. enough. All right, good night, everybody. It was shit. All right, hey, good, good enough. Good night, everybody. Episode over. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. How are you guys doing? It's uh, it's good to be on again. Uh, Christmas uh, season, and uh, yeah, this is this is uh, this is different for me. I'm used to the Thanksgiving vibes, and and well, now I'm, you know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, something came up, and unfortunately, um, you know, uh, the herpes acted up again. And, well, I thought and, it was. You know, the, what I are you gonna was, do? I thought it was the scurvy this time. You know, I mean, it always well, seems. It was, to... 
It always seems to change with you, dude. <laughs> well, it was it was, it was a herp. Face. It was a herp vid. Scurvy. It was a scurvy herpy sort of leprosy mix. <laughs> it was like oh a bold of disease, and you know. Well, tuning and, in and smallpox. <laughs> well, if you tuned into our last episode, we called it the herp vid <laughs> for Dave. <laughs> no, it was it was full blown COVID, and 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 it sucked and. Um, yeah, Tim, uh, uh, you, and, and of course, Mark Risman, a contributor to the show as well. He, uh, we were, we were supposed to go see, uh, a movie, uh, the new exorcist movie. And unfortunately, uh, I came down with COVID and it kind of screwed everything up and, uh, yeah, ah, it yes, me it down did. for a few days, but, um, by the way, side, much better. by the way, side note, I thought I heard that the new exorcist movie was pretty bad, but, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's what I heard. I don't know if it's, fully I, I think it's on streaming. So I am going to check it out. Mark actually said it's, it's not bad. It's just, it's obviously not as good as exorcist one, but it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's just not like amazing. So yeah. I well, think expectations, yeah. but anyways, so, you know, since you had COVID, do you mind describing the symptoms for us since we all, you know, you're just interested to know? You know, oh, I didn't. I mean, I, mean, was, I, I, mean, I didn't I know this was the doctors starring well, Dave. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just call me Dr. Chris. I was Dr. Tim. I mean, we are not professional doctors, but we're, 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 we're practicing basically, you know. We play one on a yeah, podcast. It was essentially a, a flu, a nasty flu is what it felt like for me. Um, I had had it once before. And all I had was some fatigue, but this time it was like, you know, kind of cough, fever, achiness, the whole deal. And it was... Was, was there also violent vomiting and explosive diarrhea involved, too? Well, I mean, I have explosive diarrhea right now as we're talking. Oh, I mean, that's okay. All nothing right. new <laughs> my life. Wow. All right. I, I think you should get that checked out. That's my professional advice. <laughs> besides that... <laughs> I'm like a party um, favor. I mean, just... <laughs> but uh, but I, I, just to bring this up, since we talked about this off air, would you kindly tell everybody how you discovered you had COVID? <laughs> uh, I well, I wasn't feeling well. Yeah. And I kind of had a feeling that uh-huh. it could be something. So I had uh, we had some of those at home tests. So yeah, I took one. <laughs> And it was positive. And then I took another one and it was also positive. And so I called uh, immediate care and they're like, well, if you took two and it's positive, you probably have COVID. Get on the fucking couch. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, good deal. Thanks. And that's that. That was that. Yeah. Because honestly, like when you go to um, like a lot of these doctor's offices, immediate care, stuff like that. Like a lot of the tests that they're giving you are the, are similar to what you buy at a Walgreens or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just kind of one of those things because Megan actually just had COVID. Um, for those of you who don't know, Megan, my wife, um, she had COVID, uh, I want to say two, three weeks ago. She didn't get it from me though. Cause there was a gap. There was like a mm. decent gap between when I had it and then when she got it, but she actually went to immediate care and they told her, we're just giving you the same test. You probably have at home. 
So like, words, Megan was like, okay. So in other words, you really don't need a professional MD to figure it out. You just need to do your own COVID test and you're on your way. Well, you, know, you need you need to have a test that is rated to to see about COVID. But oh, I know, yeah, I'm kidding. But I mean, like, but you know, forget the eight years of MD <laughs> studies in school. Just Doctor Koenig, MD, <laughs> massive <laughs> dick, PhD, everything. <laughs> PhD, UHD, whatever the fuck. Anyways, <laughs> it's like it's like Chris. You're not supposed to put it in your ass. It goes in your nose, okay? Right in the nose. Really, I can't do that. Oh man, I'm. So, I, I thought it was supposed to. Oh whatever. Well, that's <laughs> where the thermometer goes. What did the COVID test go there? Yeah. Well, at one point they were saying the COVID test was supposed to go up the ass, but that's not my fault. <laughs> I'm just, uh-huh. I'm just I'm just following World Health Organization rules. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's I don't remember it ever going there. But hey, you know, <laughs> well, live good, your best life. Look, the good news is you had COVID twice, you lived, and now you're here to tell the tale. It's all right. Oh yeah. No, it's 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 uh it's one of those things, you know. My wife's had it like three times. Oh my god. <laughs> She's had Jesus. it like three times. Yeah. Who does I she mean, hang around? Who does she hang around with to get that? School children. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's a teacher. <laughs> These little petri dishes of disease that run around. Uh huh. It happens. Yeah, yeah, and you'd think they'd be like trying to build up their immune system. God damn. It's okay to go outside and roll and play in the mud. You did that before as a kid, Dave. So I mean, yeah, eat well, some freaking dirt. Rub yeah. some dirt on it. Eat a bug for Christ's sake. It's okay. Oh my god, we tough. We had, we had diecast metal toys. I mean, yeah. I could literally uh, uh, give my brother a concussion with my Voltron. <laughs> my Voltron weighed about ten pounds when it was fully assembled with all the lions attached. That that sucker was about ten pounds, and you and could back then, brain and, and back then, if you did that, your family wasn't going to take you to the hospital immediately. They were like, "Well, let's just no. see if you can walk. Let's see if you can walk this off first, you know, because you know hospital visits are very expensive. So you know, <laughs> I mean, rub some dirt on it, and you're fine. That's yeah. all you got to do. You're good. Get up. So, but I I have to say though, it was kind of heartbreaking that you weren't able to be on the Thanksgiving episode because we actually had like a pretty successful streak of you guest starring on each Thanksgiving, and then here comes this one moment that yes. you know that uh, you know we were really ready for, and then all of a sudden you got COVID and everything. And ironically enough, you missed. Tim and I talked about this. We even said this. You missed out on being an episode in which we talked about a Thanksgiving-themed horror movie that ended up being quite good. Well, yeah, but then my synopsis would have been shit. Like, no, <laughs> well, even if it was good, even if you may still made fun of it, we would still be like, we would still love it. I mean, come on, you know. But way to put a good, a positive spin on that, Dave, for yourself. Yeah, but, I, but, I, but, I mean... I will, but I will say this, Dave, and, and, and I am saying this with humor on it, though. I remember when Tim contacted you about the movie we were going to do and then you said you contacted him back and said basically said no i'm no, doing I'm this doing, no, no, we're doing this yeah, well i wanted to see it and I, I, mark and i were actually talking about going I, to see it i know yeah but when tim showed me the message or i said i i literally said that to, and again now i now I, I say this with humor on it but at the time i was like so our special guest is commandeering our show and telling us what title we're going to 
You're goddamn right he is. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, okay. But and and the other problem was is that you know the scheduling of it too was just like incredibly like maddening. So we were like getting it all ready, and then of course we had it all ready and set, and you got COVID and everything. But um, <laughs> I was just like, what is this? This is a first. What is the guest? <laughs> Telling us, I can't wait when you when you get back into your own podcasting and you have me on or whatever, and I'll be like, no, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. No, I mean, if you want me on, then you gotta, you know, and I want my own trailer and a bathroom. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I but, want all that shit, Chris. All right. But just letting you know, next year, whatever title it was that Tim had that we skipped over for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's yours. It's <laughs> coming back now, buddy. So you can blame COVID and whoever you hung around with that helped help you got the vid or anything for making you not come on to do the show talking about perhaps the best horror movie of that season. Of that season. Just going to say. <laughs> that's all right. Because I'm going to sneak over to your house, and I'm going to fart on your pillow and give you pink eye. <laughs> and then you won't be able to be on it. Do you know how to pick locks? I do. You do. Right. I'm I'm Puerto Rican. What do you think? Well, hey, Dave, <laughs> Dave. Don't worry. In two years, there'll be a sequel to Thanksgiving. So yeah, you're, you'll be, you'll be fine. To, no, unless he happens to get COVID again, we're gonna be like, okay, now come on, this is ridiculous. I think he's not making yep. it. <laughs> no, it's it's now every November. It's COVID. I'm literally going to find COVID. It's gonna rub it on his face. <laughs> Okay, so now because of that, Tim, Tim and I are going to come over to your break into your place, tie you down, and we're going to force you to watch the movie. <laughs> and fart on your pillow. So I don't get COVID? No, no, no. We're going to, you ever see And fart on your pillow for good measure. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, t- no, 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 Dave, you ever see the movie Clockwork Orange? Yes, I have. You remember the part with uh, Malcolm McDowell with those eyes raised up with that weird mechanism thing inside him? No, I missed that part. I was Oh, you drunk. missed that part. Oh, you're a drunk. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, know well, exactly. That's what we'll talking. be doing to you, and you'll be like, "Stop it! Stop! I can't sit there anymore of this." Oh, Chris, you are the living end. <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> I don't know how I'm able to live with myself. <laughs> actually, I, I, actually, I live with myself quite well. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> that makes one of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No shame, no shame whatsoever. All right. So, Christopher, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> oh, I'm doing just fine. Good night, everybody. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's uh, no, I'm doing just fine. Um, just prepping for this episode. Not much going on down where I'm at. You know, as you can tell, I I live a very very interesting life to the extent where all it takes is for Tim to ask me. So, Chris, how's your day going? Just fine, Tim. Your turn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Riveting. Yeah, yeah, riveting. I, I wish my life was as exciting as your guys's, but, you know, I mean, you know, you guys are married, you have kids, you, you know, you, you know, you, you're able to, you know, have this relatively, I guess you can say, um, normal life, whereas I'm kind of just stuck in this weird form of being single and not really having to answer any spouse or anything like that and just, you know, making a living and doing what I want and, you know, kind of, <laughs> but what can I say? I'm jealous. 
where, where I'm like, wait, wait, we, we, you, you feel sorry or you're jealous of us? <laughs> <laughs> really, Chris? You want the marriage and the kids and the insanity? No, I don't. <laughs> no, but well, I mean, there, there are some definitive benefits, but yeah, I'm sure there are. I'm not, not. I'm just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> no, I'm sure you you know what though, truthfully. I, I always look at it as as long as you know as long as you guys have like a pretty steady relationship and you know you get along with your kids and everything, you know, I and oh and you guys got a very well good paying gig and everything, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you guys hit the jackpot. So it's like good. <laughs> You know, <laughs> well, what you need to do, Chris, see, see, Tim and Tim and I are, are I mean, we've we've done the marriage thing twice. Like, yeah, so yeah gotta I, get know. On our level. I know you got to get on our level. No, like you're too this. behind. No, no. <laughs> got to play catch up, buddy boy. No, no, I don't want to do the marriage thing first. <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's funny real quick. I know people at my job, at my job somehow marriage discussions come up. And, and and somehow they come up they, and some of them end up being levied towards me. And they're like, "Who did you so, propose to?" <laughs> no, no. But Sorry. they're always like, "So when are you going to get married?" And I'm like, "Uh, when I can find someone that's going to put up with my shit, <laughs> that's good enough." To the well, first that, girl that, that says that yes. <laughs> yeah, but the but in there, but I was telling them, I said, "Hey, look, I know friends of mine who are on like I'm marriage number two. Okay, you know, I mean, You're goddamn right, and I." I've heard them tell their marriage number one stories. So what do you, so, so the marriage number one stories is the main reason why I am, I'm going to do my damnedest to chop off my wedding ring finger. So I don't get it. My, my second marriage, the, the theme of it was just in case you missed it the first time. That was my marriage theme. All right. But I mean, but, but, but second marriage, you know, I mean, I'm sure, well, like I said, you guys are, you the two of you are still together with your wives. So yes. obviously things are good. So yeah, I mean, but yeah, the marriage thing well, for me, I'm not sure. You know, I just, I, I forget where I was. I was listening to something and they were talking about divorce statistics these days. They're just like through the roof and like relationships and things like that are just ridiculous in terms of like the expectations of what, you know, you know, the woman wants from the guy and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'm not bothering them at this point. I'll, I'll take my chances <laughs> where I'm at right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this podcast suddenly got really sad. Yes. <laughs> Th- thanks for derailing yeah, us, Chris. Sad. I'm not sad. I'm, I'm fine where I'm at. I'm I mean, sad I'm, now. I'm not crying in a corner or anything. I'm like, good. I'm like, I'm Chris, I'm, I'm going to give you a, I'm giving you an air hug right now. No, you are. <laughs> Yeah, I can feel it right now. I, yeah, yeah, I don't have any pants on, so that's what you're <laughs> Oh, God, Dave. <laughs> Phantom dick. <laughs> yeah, but no. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the, the God's honest truth, Chris, is that it's the, – the, the thing is, is that when Tim – and I can't speak for Tim, but, but you a will. lot of times, <laughs> like with me, when I first got married, I was very immature. Um, I was somewhat – you know, I, I didn't know how to sort of play my role in, in, in the grand scheme of things. I didn't know. And, I, you know, you're selfish. You're young. I was 25 when I got married, you know, and then it was like, 
and 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 granted, I'm I'm not saying that that my ex did was a saint because she was far from it, but I definitely learned some valuable lessons. And then going into this relationship, which you both were around and saw, you know, the early stages of it. Um, you met Megan when we were early oh, dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I was just better, and I knew what mistakes to avoid and what pitfalls to avoid. And then, you know, you just go and well, I'm not sitting here saying I'm perfect, but I'm no, way better than I used to be. You're, yeah, no, no, <laughs> I, 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 no, I agree. I mean, what you've learned from the first one, you've taken to the second one. So you obviously, and and you obviously bettered yourself. You know, it's just, and we've heard them. I mean, we won't get in the names, but we've heard the divorce horror stories. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you know, I probably would be able to put up with that if I was in my 20s. But like I said, next year I'm going to be in my 40s. And, you know, I and, and even though I've never been married, I have lost certain things that, you know, I, 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 I mean, I, I went back to school like five years ago and I put, the most of the money that I had trying to get into a different career path and it failed miserably, you know, and I was like almost near the stages of being broke. So, I mean, I don't want to be in, get involved in some relationship and in the marriage and all of a sudden, like, let's say after five years up oh, divorce comes away. Okay, honey, I'm willing to split up with you. Now I'm going to take everything. Oh, great. I'm, I'm broke all over again. You know, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't live in that kind of pain. You know what I'm saying? I know that sounds well, selfish. I know it sounds selfish, but like I said, I've heard. You're going to figure it out. I know, yeah. but I, I've heard the divorce, the divorce horror stories before, and and they are very, very scary. And you know, there's and, and prevention is a good thing. And I said, I was actually joking to somebody. I said, if I ever got married, I'm going to just pretend that I don't have any money or like any, any like big money. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not going to say, oh, I have investments or shit like that. And then like. Come time we hit our 80s and we're still together, I'm going to finally just reveal, hey, honey, guess what? We're millionaires. <laughs> just, just, you know, make it. Some... Tim, just Tim I, want, I want this podcast played a year from now when we're all at Chris's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I want this podcast played. Ooh. Go ahead and play it. I'll still, I'll still, I'll still hide the info. <laughs> well, I'll be there. We'll be like, Chris, you remember when you were saying all that? Look at you now. Oh, yeah, no. And then I'm going to say, you know what? I'm sorry, honey, but wedding canceled. <laughs> I can't go through with it now. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm not giving you my gift. Until, like, <laughs> after the reception. I'm waiting until I know. I'm like, did you guys consummate? Okay, here. You can have it now. <laughs> yeah, as long no as gift the, till consummation. I was gonna say, as long as the consummation happens, and I, I guess fine. <laughs> Chris, that's gonna be some salt. <laughs> that's all Chris cares about. Chris, that's gonna be some salt and pepper sugar. Dave's getting you for your wedding gift. <laughs> I know. Oh, you got it. Pretty fancy, I'm Dave. Gonna find, I'm gonna find the stupidest thing on your registry, and that's what I'm buying. <laughs> No, he just buys like that. Uh, you ever see that sea that that when you go to the store and it's the sea salt that comes in its own shaker and it's like this cheapo plastic looking thing. Oh, I that's love a, that. That's that, but that's what Dave's gonna get me. He's like, Here's yeah, your you're goddamn right. I'm gonna put a bow around it and I'm gonna be like, here you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Man, but happy wedding. Yeah. 
But uh, no, I mean, like I said, you know, hey, who knows? Maybe I will get married or whatever, or be in some relationship or whatever. But I'm not like shooting. I'm not. I'm not making it my main priority. Believe it or not, it's like well, I would have probably made it my main priority if I was in my 20s or maybe my early 30s. But now it's like, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'd rather be responsible for myself and <laughs> have to worry about two people. <laughs> <laughs> two, you're marrying two people? Oh no! I, I, I'm married, yeah, wow! Myself, and if I was with Chris, is going from zero to two. He's moving to Utah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, okay, so yeah, that's my that that's my fun discussion. So, um, uh, Tim, how about you? What have I'm, you got? I'm fine. I am fine. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, why don't you depress us now? Yeah, depress us, Tim. Come on. Yeah, it is the holidays. <laughs> Let me guess, Tim. Did you forget to buy gifts for the kids and they're going to cry? Oh, great. <laughs> no, no. The shopping is all done. Okay, uh, good. We are all ready for the holidays, even though technically, I don't know about you guys, but I am not ready for the Christmas to be next Monday. <laughs> Uh, oh, are you done? You're done shopping, though, right? Oh, I, everything is done. Everything is done. I just I don't want Christmas to come this quickly. It feels like we didn't really have a December. I don't know if that how down by you guys, but like everybody I talked to here is like, shit. It feels like it was just turned. It just we just got into December. And I here, know it was fast. Hey, Tim, your yeah. kids still believe in Santa, correct? No, not my son. I do believe my daughter may have an inkling that. There isn't, but we haven't uh, had that discussion yet. <laughs> so funny story. My daughter <laughs> oh, is great. It sounds it sounds hilarious already. <laughs> no, my daughter. My daughter's fourteen, right? Yeah. Um, but it was like up until like like this year, like she still made it. Like she still said, "I believe in Santa." Uh -huh. And so we were still doing the Santa things. She was still leaving the cookies out. I was eating the stupid cookies. We were doing all the, the the Santa things. And, you know, Megan and them are like, you know, she needs to, like, we need to tell her. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's getting to the point where, like, I found out in third grade. Like, I can't believe she still believes. So we're at dinner, um, I want to say maybe a month ago, month and a half ago. And my daughter just nonchalantly says, oh, yeah, I told uh, mom I don't believe in Santa anymore. We're like, what? <laughs> and we look at her. She just drops this bomb right in the middle, nonchalant, drops it right in the middle of the table. We're like, what? What? Did, what? And she's like, yeah, I haven't believed in like three years. I just like getting the presents. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you, you know what? I said, you little shit. <laughs> you know what, Dave? I got to tell you, I don't know what's sadder. My, my alleged being sad I'm not with somebody, which I'm not, or... The fact that she just lied her ass off, your own daughter lied her ass off to you for three she years. Conned, she, was. she conned her way. Well, at first, I think she was afraid she wasn't going to get the Santa presents anymore. It, it, then she sort of figured the system out, and she was like, well, let me just continue to do this. Yeah, but the fact that she, <laughs> the fact that she lied to dear old dad about that. Yeah. And then just well, she lied to mom, too. Yeah, she mom. lied to both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet you two were crestfallen. Oh man, it was like, well, it was, it, and you know, and it was kind of one of those weird things where it was like, ah, uh, like, cause that's the, she's the youngest, like it's done, like no more Santa, that's it, you know? And, and my son, my son is 17 years old. He drives, he has a job, 
Yeah. Uh, he works at Walmart. Like the kid is, is, you know, it's unbelievable. And it's just like, you know, so it's, it's, but I felt like that, that set, like enjoy the Christmas, like for Tim, like your Christmases are still like super fun. Cause your kids are still younger. Right. And I miss that. Cause that's awesome. Like when they're young and they're so like my kids still get excited, but it, you know, it's a different vibe. Oh, totally. You totally. Know, Dave, there's, there's nothing stopping you guys from having another kid, you know, and you can, you know, just... yes, there is. <laughs> yes, there is. What, what's stopping you? What's stopping you? She, she cannot. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you had a vasectomy. Oh no, I'm still capable. I mean, I'm right from here. <laughs> Chris, you want a baby? I'll shoot one right there. No. Stay right there. Oh no, no, it's coming. No, because then I'm gonna have to raise it, and I'm like, no, I don't want to raise it. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's probably an idea. Dave's, yeah, like, Dave's like Dave's like Tracy Morgan. I'm gonna get you so pregnant. <laughs> like I rather I rather you raise your own kid, and I'll just be the. I'll just be the silly ass uncle that visits once in a while, and you know, you'll <laughs> be the financial yeah. backer, the secret shadow. Financial. Not, uh, oh, who's anything about, oh, who say anything about money? There's <laughs> no money. Cash. Well, that I mean, you got to. I I hate to 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 rain on your parade, Chris. No, there's no raining on my parade. That's Dave. typically I mean, how it would work. Not, really, not Dave. I'm a rule breaker, so I'm not really going to follow that rule. I'm going to be like, hey, you know, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll take the kids somewhere fun, but I'm not going to be like, you know, I'm going to be backing the entire financial end here. You know, you're hey, the parent. You heard it here first. Chris is going to be a deadbeat dad. <laughs> you heard it. I never said about being a deadbeat dad, just saying I was like the, the distant uncle that visits once in a while, but not all the time. <laughs> The uncle that brings you $2 bills and those hard candy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and instead of saying, I'll take you to Disneyland, like, hey, we're going to go to Tijuana. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to. Come here. Come to Uncle Chris's house. Up, oh, We're going to put the plastic on the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, Dave. <laughs> Oh dear God! Uh, let's say go. You can go play in the garage. Just don't touch the bandsaw. I thought mm. I unplugged it. Oh, so okay. anyway, Tim, I didn't mean to step. I was no, you're fine. Your kids still believed in Santa. No, uh, yeah. So go on. So no, I, anyway, uh, like I said, uh, no, no to my son, but uh, I believe my daughter still kind of believes, but not like like you said, not saying anything. Um, don't want to ruin a good thing. And honestly, that's, those are stories I've heard more than once, Dave, is that the kids yeah. don't want to like let on just because that they want to still get those extra gifts. Like they think they're going to miss out on something. So they're going to just keep, they're not stupid. They're going to keep their mouth shut and ri ride this, ride this gravy train for as long as they can. <laughs> yeah. Until they, until they finally figure out Tim, that, you know, it's, you know, you, the parents are supplying this and then eventually they'll just walk up to you with their handout and saying, why don't you just give us cash instead? Of, you know, buying us the gifts. <laughs> I mean, you know, wait till that happens. <laughs> Well, then, then you'll know the magic is gone. Yeah, yeah. Santa yeah. magic is the, ma <laughs> the magic of Christmas is now just completely, completely turned upside down. Yeah. Well, then, it, then it's time to you know try to figure out something else. <laughs> like but, maybe telling them, hey, you know what? I heard of this thing. It's called getting up in the morning and going to a place where you have to do labor, and you get paid every 
week and a half. I think it's called a job. <laughs> you know, kids, I think it's called work. Yeah. <laughs> you get paid for half weeks? That's pretty cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I said a week and a half. I didn't say half a week. <laughs> well, I mean, mostly it's bi-weekly, so I don't know. You yeah, got the week well, half well, I, I, well cool. okay, I get paid. Let's see. Let's see. So last week, I got... So my pay starts this week, and then next week I get paid on like a Thursday. So I mean, I I consider it a half week or whatever. Oh, Chris. Or like, or I like heard a week. the abacus in the background. Or, or yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry, I consider it a week and a half, basically, you know. But whatever. But I don't know, week, Chris. Yes. Math doesn't really add up. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. You know, but <laughs> Just all, kidding. All, all, all I care is that the is as long as I just, I see the check and the direct deposit go through. Okay. As long as the check clears, everything's a, a okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't see no check in there that I'm not working. That typically means you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. I can find a job anywhere else. <laughs> With the references I've got, I'm pretty good. <laughs> oh, well, don't have them call us. <laughs> Through a glitch in our system, Chris has been getting paid for two years. He's been let go. <laughs> Well, we oh, just fixed God. the glitch. No, like, Finally, we can pay this guy. Yeah, absolutely. What's been taking so long? Damn it! <laughs> All right. So with that, um, we might as well roll the. Uh, sorry, with that, uh, let's roll into the Nate's Kids Corner Super Size uh, segment, and then we'll roll that trailer for Violent Night, and we'll be right back after this with Chris's Holly Jolly synopsis. Be right back after this, guys. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nate, and welcome to Kids Corner with my dad, Tim. Hey, that's me. Uh, Kids Corner will cover family-friendly films and TV shows. And maybe not-so-family-friendly movies. <laughs> so, listen in. Do you know what my job description is? I'm in acquisitions. I look up and I catch what falls out of the sky. What's on the ship? Tell me about the mission. Did you see anything unusual? It's above our big ring. Do I get a cookie now? <laughs> Look, I get it. Something went down in Mexico. Nobody wants any witnesses. We need to know if you and your man pose a threat. We're rangers. Hey, Baxley, if your mom's vagina were a video game, it'd be rated E for everyone. <laughs> Isn't posing a threat. <laughs> kind of the fucking point. <laughs> Predators just don't sit around making hats out of rib cages. They conquered space. But that's not what's on the horizon. Should I be worried? Rally. 
I think you know what is on the ship. <laughs> the ultimate predators. Light him up! We may die. We're still here. So come and get us, motherfucker. Hello, welcome back to Kids Corner. I'm Nate, and I'm joined by my father, Tim, on this very special episode of Kids Corner, the double feature, featuring Night of the Living Dead and The Predator. Well, The Predator and Night of the Living Dead. And yeah, it doesn't matter which order I say it in. Yeah, it does, because we're doing The Predator first. So, Merry <laughs> Christmas and Happy Holidays to all, and Nathaniel. Yeah? So, we just rolled the trailer for The Predator from 2018, I believe, right? Yep, 2018. So why don't you give the uh, dear listeners a brief synopsis of the Predator? Give me a five thousand word essay on why I should do it. Uh, cause you live under my roof and I'm asking you to. I said five thousand words. I did it in less, so give me more money. <laughs> I'm not giving you any money. You're not getting any. So <laughs> you get money from? Do you get money from doing this? No, actually, we spend we spend money, so that's really not a really cost effective spot. But we've been doing it for like uh, I don't know, eleven years, nine well, years really here. Start making money on this. Yeah, yeah, nine years here, uh, two years with Severpod. Yeah, but continue on, please, please tell me. Go on. The Predator. Uh huh. That's it. Continue. Okay. The Predator is a 2018 science fiction action film directed by Shane Black. Sorry. Who co-wrote the script with Fred Decker. It is the fourth installment in the Predator franchise and the sixth film overall. Boring. <laughs> Ow. Continue on. It's not really boring. Just playing. And the sixth film overall. Set between the events of Predator 2, 1990, and Predator Predators 2010, Black had a supporting role in the original film, while John Davis returns as the producer from the very fir from the, the first three installments. The Boring! Kidding. Go on. The film stars include Boyd Holbrook and Batman. <laughs> Sorry, not, not Batman. <laughs> Trevor Rhodes. Who, who? That's our dog. She's old and stupid. <laughs> yeah, just Trevante Rhodes. Trevante Rhodes. Bubbles, be quiet. Love you, Jacob. you seventeen-year-old ding dong. Go on. Drake, Jacob Tremblay, Michael Key, Michael Keegan, Michael Key. That's a where Keegle Mike and Key. Where, where point that out again? Keegle Mike and Key. Keegan Michael Key. That's okay. what I said. Keegle Mike and Key. Bubbles, quiet! Wait, the tongue twister. Love that old gal, but she's a painting ass. She's barking at you. Olivia Mum. Thomas Jane. Yes. Alfie Allen. Okay. And Sterling K. Bown. Sterling K. Brown. Ding I dong. know, I was making a joke, Tim. <sighs> okay. 
The film follows a group of PTSD-affected soldiers and a scientist who must team up and fight off the invading pair of predators, and they dis and their and, and discover their plans for mankind. What? I'm done. Okay, so Nathaniel, top three moments of the Predator from 2018. Um, probably the probably one of the opening scenes from when he the guy was a, the sniper guy was spying on the. the I, I don't know what it's called. Like the if you don't know, I can't tell you. It's like the the people that were exchanging things probably illegally. Okay, like the, so and then right. the predator ship crash lands. The beginning scene. Oh my god! Really? Wow. That's my third favorite. Shit! Do you remember that audience? I don't remember that. Okay, it's the opening I'm, goddamn scene. How do you I'm not remember pretty, it? I'm pretty sure, but Nate's really bad at recalling this nonsense. Okay, and you're really bad at math, so. Oh, bite me! All right, what's number two? Number two. Is oh, this is in there. All right, all right, right stop, stop. Okay, stop. my second favorite moment's probably the um lab scene. The lab scene. Well, uh, yeah, it's, you're even uh, a whole bad at no, 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 it's, no, no, expand, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to say, lab scene when no, they expand thought, on lab scene. Expand on the lab, lab scene. scene where the predator they thought they, he was a comatose or dead, and then comatose, and he came back and, to lab and killing everybody. Right, and they uh, they had a little mom's character come in and and, and look at everything. Okay. So, oh, oh, all right, and and she was escaped out with the like the the plasma rifle, the stun rifle, whatever yeah. it is to try to. To try to and, and she was out there to try to um capture or recapture the uh the alien or the predator not not the alien because yeah. that would be wrong the predator because aliens the franchise there we go all right so all right Nate all right number one okay my my number one favorite spot is is the um spaceship scene where like where they're invading the other team with the with the when they capture the kid the child. So the, the final scene is what you're saying? Yes. So okay. So and I remember him. Um, he said in when he when they were in the car taking sh um shots that he said to the other actor, "I don't really mean this." Okay, when he, when that, he, um, that's behind the scenes. That's behind the scenes. He, when 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 uh, the uh, young actor was talking to Sterling, came Brown's character about calling him, uh, swearing at him, and in, in the in the scene hey, and. And call him a fuck face or a fuckhead or whatever. <laughs> hey, there's kids. Wait, nah. Nah. Anyway, anyway. So, all right. So, Nate. Uh, all right. So, do you have three, three moments of the film? Yep. Okay. So, on a scale of one to ten, ten being scary, one being the non-scary, what would you rank this as? As me, because I'm pretty desensitized to this stuff since you've shown me a lot of things, or to a newcomer? How about we do newcomer? Newcomer, not de desensitized, as you said. Six. A six. Okay, a solid six. Okay, a solid six. Okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, uh, comedy abound, honestly. I thought it was really kind of really too comedic at some points. But I thoroughly still enjoyed the film. I really enjoyed the uh, introduce, introduction of the uh, Predator Dogs or the Predator Guard Dogs, as they say. The Demon Dogs. The Demon Dogs, yeah. I really enjoyed the, that. The, de the, the Demogorgon Dogs. Sure, if we can use a Stranger Things reference. Okay, fine. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the film. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, there's not, violence-wise, it's iffy for, for young it's kids. It's a horror film. What do you so expect it's, it to be? Not, 
it's it's iffy for it's iffy on the horror aspect. There's a lot of explosions. There's a lot of guts, oh. but not a but not a lot of blood. However, one has to take pause at the adult language, and that's a so thing. So much in this film, it kind of gets annoying at times, especially with that one guy's character who can't control. With his the mouth. Tourette syndrome, yes, Thomas Jane's character. Anyway. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. However, parents beware for language. Not so much the violence, honestly, which is surprisingly coming from a Predator movie in the Predator franchise, but the language and the jokes were more cringeworthy, as the young kids say nowadays. So, uh, Nate... <laughs> We said uh, scale. Uh, we we told you a scale was six, right? For uh, being scary. Out. What would you say if you were to give this? Would you give a thumbs up to your friends in uh, baseball, football, in your middle school? What would you say? Would you would you give this a thumbs up to them? Would you say, "Hey, check this movie out," or would you say, "Eh, not so much." I would give them a thumbs up. A thumbs up. Okay. So, all right. So. Dear listeners, stay tuned for part two of this extended Nate's Kids Corner. We'll be rolling the trailer right now for Night of the Living Dead from 1968. God damn, that's old. Bite me. That's <laughs> yeah, ten- wasn't that when you were born? <laughs> when bite, they had, when they had, really, bite me. No. They had black and, black and white films. Oh my god. <laughs> I was born in 1978, ten years after this movie. Bite me, Nate. No, uh, actually, um, actually, you were born when the Pilgrims existed. <laughs> Alright, be right back after this trailer. Welcome to a night of total terror. <laughs> Night of the living dead, the dead who live on living flesh, the dead whose haunted souls hunt the living, the living whose bodies are the only food for these ungodly creatures. of the living dead. A bizarre adventure in fear. An experience in shock, more shattering than your strangest nightmare. Night of the living dead. A night with the dead who cannot die. A night of total terror. Night. Of the living dead. And we're back. Okay, Nate. Uh, let's see what the, the fine people of Wikipedia had to say about Night of the Living Dead from 1968. Okay, 
Night of the Living Dead is a 1968 American independent horror film that introduced the flesh-eating ghouls that would later become synonymous with the term zombie. The story follows seven people trapped in a farmhouse in rural Pennsylvania under assault by reanimated corpses. The movie was directed and photographed and edited by George A. Romero, written by Romero and John Russo, and produced by Russell Steiner, right? Yes, Steiner. Steiner. And Kale Hardman. Carl Carl Hardman. It stars Dune Jones, Dwayne Dwayne Jones, and Judith O'Dea. O'Day. O'Day. Mm-hmm. Having gained experiences creating television commercials, industrial films, in, 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 industrial industrial films, and Mrs. Rogers' and Mr. Rogers' Mr. Rogers' neighborhood segments at the production company that the Latin 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 image Russ. Romero, Russo, and Steiner decided to make a horror film that that, capitalized capitalized on the interest in the genre. The script primarily drew inspiration from Richard Matthews' 1954 novel, I Am a Legend. Principal photography took place between July 1967 and January 1968, mainly on the location of Evans City, Pennsylvania. Romero used guerrilla filmmaking techniques and had, uh, he, he had home. honed from his commercial commercial and industrial work to complete the film on a budget of approximately 100,000 U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. Without the budget up for a proper set, they rented a condemned farmhouse to destroy during the course of filming. Oh, nice. Uh, you know, I've seen this movie many, many times, and you always learn something new about behind-the-scenes stuff and um, and just all the little nuances that you'll pick up when you, for a future, when you watch this film again, um, if you do. So, Nate, uh, first up, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being scary and 1 being not scary, what would you rank this as? Probably maybe a 4 because it's black and white. It, I mean, zombies don't really look like how they make zombies nowadays. And mm-hmm. yeah, okay, so about four. All right, um, I'd say it's kind of a fair assessment. I mean, I would say maybe yeah, I give it more. I, I'd rank it a little bit higher. Not and, and not terrifying, but just kind of cool looking. Uh, I'd say it was probably yeah, yeah. I'd say four or five is, is fair. Yeah, a four or five is a fair assessment about uh, on the scare factor, especially nowadays uh, compared to nowadays films. Yeah. Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Um, I really uh, like I said, I've seen it many times, and it's just a lot of fun. Um, it's it's an interesting uh study it's of very human. Short. Uh, yeah, it's about ninety minutes. Yeah. It's an interesting study of human behavior yeah. and uh, prejudices, uh, especially around that time in 1967, um, with all the all, all the race stuff that was going on, um, ra- racial inequality, and just all that kind of junk um, that thankfully has gotten somewhat better. Um, and you know, um, 
I just I'm really having a hard time trying to put exactly what I want in into words because it is just such a powerful film in my opinion. Um, Nate, why don't we say what were your top three favorite moments of this film? Um, the first or my third favorite film of uh, third favorite moment would probably be the the opening scene. Okay, uh, where the the brother and sister are going to the um uh to the the the, the, the uh, graveyard to, to visit their uh their dead grandmother father. father yeah their father because they they got they got coaxed out of the if you remember this the dialogue between the brother and sister are they driving up there uh is they have to they were doing it for their mother yeah because uh for their for their for their dead father at placing a wreath at the thing every year and, yeah um <clears throat> Yeah, I thought that's a that, that's a really interesting and um, a fun way to kick off a movie. Yeah, <laughs> Barbara, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. and then he then they got him. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so you like the opening graveyard scene? Um, yeah. Okay, so for that's your third that's your third favorite. What's your second favorite? Probably the scene where the car blew up or the truck blew up. Oh, where they're trying to get gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime those those poor little uh, young that young couple in love gets blown up huh. <laughs> and on fire. Uh, okay. And uh, okay. All right. Number one. Number one would probably have to be um, like uh, I think it was during the like not the opening scene but towards the beginning where. Um, the main lead character, I forget what his name is. I don't think he ever had a name he went by. Uh, Dwayne Jones, you mean Dwayne Jones' character? Yeah. I, I think he did have a, and uh, I should know this. Wow. But I apologize. I, I'm having a mental brain fart right now, ladies and gentlemen. That's been going on for a pad a couple of weeks now. No, let's see here. Um, that, that air is always great on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay, so let's um, see here. Ben, Ben was his name. Simple, easy. Ben, Ben and Barbara. But we're uh, still alive. Wow. Yeah, and, yeah. So, um, yeah, she is. Um, so yes. So Ben. Uh, so what was okay? Um, where he was beating the crap out of those first few zombies, and they were boarding up the house. No, oh, okay, you like that? Ben? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Those are some. Those are some cherry moments. Uh. Okay, so um, were you? Do you recommend this to some of your some of your friends over in middle school? Baseball, football, basketball buddies. Yeah, I would. I, I would. Okay, cool, 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 cool. What would you if you were saying, "Hey guys, let's watch this movie"? How would you sell it to them? How would you? I wouldn't say convince them, but how would you like sell them on the idea to sit down and watch the movie? It's the original zombie horror film i feel like you should see the original to understand what the later movies could could potentially be okay like the the evolution yeah. of the yeah, zombie kind of movie like, yeah okay yeah fair enough because uh they even call them zombies here they they call, they call them ghouls, ghouls yeah well, which i would, mean they didn't have a term for it yeah the undead eh, zombie <laughs> uh, okay so nate this is the, our final segment of the year and, yeah. uh, and the final segment of season nine of that horror show podcast and uh, uh, kids corner. So yeah. I think honestly, 
we, we keep going on and on for this, but for time constraints, we're just going to kind of cut it short right now. Um, so, I mean, we already have, we already done a whole another, we've already done a whole another movie about uh, the predator, but yeah. yes, any, okay. Um, so yes, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. There's not a, there is violence, but it's not gratuitous. It's, it's tamed by today's standards. Obviously there isn't any swearing. There isn't any nudity. Um, there isn't any kind of harsh language or a foul language. So in that aspect, I, I'd say that you'd be okay with the kids, with the young kids being in the room. They'd probably be kind of bored by it, honestly. Yeah. Uh, they wouldn't be scared, scared or frightened, possibly. But who knows? I don't know your kids. I mean, you, only if your kid gets scared easily. Yeah. You you know your kids best, so uh, tread lightly. Tread, tread lightly, as yeah. with any movie. So, okay. Um, yes. And if you get a chance, and we're going to be watching this soon, because now that you watch this, it's the 1990 version of... Uh, Night of the Living Dead. Now it's almost, it's yeah, yeah, it's a remake, um, and it's but it's very good. Do you have any of the original cast? Not that I can recall. Um, anyway, it's made. It's made in 1990. It's uh was by it was directed by Tom Savini, who if you don't know who that is, that he's the Godfather of gore. So he's he does uh, he's an actor, he's a writer, a director. Uh, and he's also in the practical special effects. Yeah. So he does he does his own production company for that. So the man is just multi talented in many many arenas of uh, filmmaking. Yeah. So anyway, he did a movie. He did, he did Night of the Living Dead in 1990, and George A. Romero uh, executive produced it. Um, it's got the uh, gentleman that played the Candyman in there, um, and Final Destination. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Oh my gosh. Hit me with a wet noodle, Jesus! Uh, <laughs> it's oh my goodness! Um, you really have to go to IMAX. That's what it is, right? Tony Todd, Tony Todd, Tony Todd, and he does a fantastic uh, job in that acting as always. And uh, it's also stars Patricia Tallman as Barbara. Now, the, the distinct difference between these two, and I'm not really spoiling it because we've all seen it probably. Uh, once or more in this version ben still dies however barbara does not she becomes kind of like the final girl yeah. so that was kind of a nice little uh a twist uh, i, I kind of like i kind of dug Did that she still die in the same way similar similar very very similar yeah very okay. similar um so uh, I think that we we called a wrap on uh, yeah. the 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 kids corner segment and uh, this year. Mm-hmm, and well, we want to wish you a very merry Christmas and happy holidays, whatever you guys celebrate. Awesome Christmas only fourteen days away. <laughs> Enjoy your your family and friends, yeah. good food, and hopefully you get to relax a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so this has been Kids Corner. I'm Nate, and this is my father Tim. All right. Good night. Good night.
I steer a little, but the ranger do most of the work. <laughs> this is my fourth year at the center. How about you? I started the whole damn thing. Oh, oh, oh! Excuse me! We decided that you could have one gift. Early. What is it? That is a direct hotline of Santa Claus himself. I can talk to Santa. All right, revelers. Welcome to your worst Christmas ever. Let's go! You have $300 million in your personal vault. That's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> I don't want any trouble, okay? Something's gonna scooch up that chimney. Who is he? Cause he's not your typical mall Santa. Santa, are you there? Daddy said you were very busy tonight. My name's Trudy Lightstone. Are you gonna help us, Santa? Santa? You're on my nice list. Santa Claus is coming to town. Time for some season's beatings. Who the hell are you? Boss, what if he really is the There's real? No such thing as Santa. Yeah! He's bad, man. They're all my naughty list. Naughty. That's naughty! And what do you do to the naughty ones? I give them a lump of coal. Where is it? I gotta watch. Ah! I believe in you, Santa. Come on. Which one of you did that? Prancer? So? Unprofessional. Okay, you crazy ass elf on the shelf. Take it away, Chris. Uh, wait, I thought Dave was doing this. Uh oh. Oh no, I I wrote mine about violent shit. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you go ahead and uh, you know? Why don't you go ahead and give your synopsis while I'm typing mine away right now? <laughs> oh, uh -oh. it's one word: stinky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris, right, back and, to you. All right. Back and, to you. And good, and, and good enough. I finally finished it up. Here it is, Violet Night from 2022. Directed yes. by directed by Tommy Ricola and written by Pat Casey and Josh Miller. Uh, Christmas Eve. It's a time of celebrating the holiday season with your family, exchanging gifts and and feasting on a turkey or ham dinner of your choice with plenty of eggnog and wine. And if you want to add you know, the birth of Christ on the list. Oh, that's okay as well. Yes, Christmas Eve is a time of merriment and myrrh with your loved ones. However, this is not the case of the wealthy Lightstone family. Headed by matriarch Gertrude, played by Beverly D'Angelo, she has utter contempt towards her daughter Alva, played by Edie Patterson, her boyfriend Morgan Steele, played by Cam Gigant, 
and their son, Bertrude. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, I meant Bert, played by Alexander Elliott. Uh, Gert, <laughs> Gertrude, yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll talk. Gertrude has a good reason to dislike her family. Alva is a constant wine-drinking bitch who makes poor choices. <laughs> Alva's son, Bert, is a wise-cracking social media influencer who just will not shut up. And Morgan Steele is a wannabe actor who is trying to scheme his way into getting Gertrude to finance his next action movie. And then there's Gertrude's son, Jason, played by Alex Hassel, a don't-rock-the-boat guy who is trying to reconnect with his estranged wife, Linda, played by Alexis Louder, so they can raise their eight-year-old daughter, Trudy, played by Leah Brady, together again. And just when you think Christmas for the Lightstone family couldn't get any worse besides all being together in the same room, the family is suddenly taken hostage by a group of mercenaries led by a man dubbed Mr. Scrooge, played by John Leguizamo. So it turns out Mr. Scrooge and his merry band of kidnappers are here to rob Gertrude of her $300 million in cash that, that she has stored away in her secret vault. But, shocker, the $300 million, I'm sorry, the $300 million has disappeared, much to the annoyance of Mr. Scrooge. But the money disappearance is the least of Mr. Scrooge's problems, as the group as the residence has another visitor by the name of Santa Claus, played by David Harbour. Yes, jolly old Saint Nick himself has shown up, but this isn't the jolly ho 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 Santa Claus that we all know and love. Rather, this is a Santa that has become a cynical alcoholic, burned out by his once-a-year job, and now delivers Christmas gifts by a, a begrudging attitude. Nevertheless, despite his Mr. Grinch persona, Santa does acknowledge that what is happening at the Gertrude household is pretty pretty bad and he knows that mr scrooge and his cohorts are on the naughty list so it's up to santa claus to break out the sledgehammer and kick some naughty adult ass yes that's uh <laughs> violent nights uh not as hilarious as what dave would have came up with i'm sure but um <clears throat> yeah uh you know this one wasn't bad it was actually pretty it, it's worth watching. I really can't say this will become like a Christmas classic in the sense of say it's a wonderful life or die hard, but it's, it's got some <laughs> interesting moments here and there. I mean, it, it there are parts where it's kind of like a little um, predictable in terms of like character setups, which we'll get into later. But um, uh, now Tim, well, Tim, um, yeah. you've saw you've seen this movie before correct yes i think this is about the third time i've seen it um i watched it a, a couple of times last year and then once uh for this episode uh yeah and i and i really like the whole uh kind of like die hard with santa claus kind of aspect to it all yeah mm -hmm. um and i i like the, the the little tweaks they gave to jolly old saint nick here um when i was doing research for this uh episode found out that the two, two of the writers uh actually lived in minnesota and were uh based the uh, santa's back history on the viking lore which i really kind of dug that this guy was just not he was he was not a good guy in the beginning of his life. Yeah. And uh, I just, I really thought there was kind of a neat angle to approach it from. So, yeah. What did you think, Dave? Uh, I mean, I really dug it. I, what I like about this movie is that it's very self-aware of what it is. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it's an action movie with Santa Claus. John Leguizamo is the bad guy uh, amongst others. <laughs> and it's really just kind of a vehicle to watch Santa 
you know, violently murder a lot of people. And as ridiculous as that premise sounds, it works because I really feel like David Harbour does an awesome job. I mean, when when he read the script, he had to be like, "What? what is this? Like, what the hell is this? But he owned it. He took it and he said, you know what? I'm going to do everything I can with this character and with this premise. And the action sequences were really well done. I, I love the uh, the boxing glove ice skates. That was my <laughs> personal thing, where he was just tearing people apart. I mean, that whole shed sequence. Was, yes, uh, the, brutal. You know, the, the hit squad were coming in and they were and he was just taking them. There was awesome. He's strangling people with tinsel. I mean, it's just. <laughs> freaking just funny and and i i just i had a really good time with it I, you know it, we're not talking about anything that's supposed to be um fine cinema or 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 oscar worthy you know cinema but i just felt like it was something that that was incredibly fun you know kind of a popcorn movie on a friday yeah. night i well, laughed i had a good time with it i really yeah did. And, you know you mentioned something too it's like it's funny. It's funny to watch Santa Claus kill all these people. But he's, you know, he's killing the bad guys basically. You know, compare compare this to a movie that we watched way back during our Severed Pod days called Santa's Sleigh with Bill Goldberg, where he's like, <laughs> you know, oh, God. E- e- evil Santa killing people. And, you know, and it, it's like, oh my God, come on, <laughs> give us well, a break. I, you know, I, I love I love that that dichotomy of of the right. fact that he's a nice Santa. But if you're on that naughty list, he's going to cleave you in half. Like the one part, the one part where he like he's with the girl and and then like the 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 bad guy is on the ground and he tells the girl turn around and then he like smashes his head with a hammer. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 (laughs) stuff like that. It's just so funny because it's just it's aware of what it is. It's a batshit crazy movie. Yeah. It's, that that's just it's fun i don't know it's just super fun yeah it's not pretending to be anything else i agree i mean yeah. i mean like i mean it i will say though i do wish for the action sequences see and this has become kind of a standard now whenever they do the blood and gore stuff now it's all half most of it's cgi shit and i'm like can they not hire like an actual prosthetic effects artist to rig that shit up and make it look like it's there? You know, I mean, when he, when he was running around like cutting people up with, like you said, the um, the skates, using them as like um, boxing gloves, kind of thing. Right. It's 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 nice. It's it's a neat see, neat idea. But I mean, like once when that shitty looking CGI blood flies at the screen, I was like, okay, come on, you know, <laughs> tell me you can't get. Like, a dude to run a pump beside the net. <laughs> but to me, that kind of, I don't know, that kind of fits in with the whole ridiculousness of yeah, it. Yeah, the cartoon. Like, I don't think, I guess, it, yeah. yeah, I don't think it should look like, uh, like amazingly realistic. I think it should be. Well, no, no, it crazy. doesn't, it doesn't have to be realistic. I mean, it can still look re- like, you know, the blood can still look like Technicolor cartoonish blood. It's just, you know, I mean, I guess I'm looking, I guess I'm kind of missing, you know, call again, I guess maybe you can call me, you know, good old fashioned Koenig here, but uh, you know, I do miss the good old days where that's. We never call you that. Uh, okay, <laughs> you just call me old fashioned. 
<laughs> no, no, you call me angry Koenig yelling at Cloud, basically. Yes. But, uh, if it, but I do miss that kind of craftsmanship behind that to make that worthwhile. I could care less if it was convincing. I just would like to, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I just was watching this movie for craftsmanship. Okay, but Dave, you, you said tell me I'm watching for craftsmanship. You still sat there and telling me that the fight sequences are good, so therefore it's like there's some craftsmanship there, you know. Well, I liked I liked the action sequences. I thought they were fun. I yeah. thought it was kind of cool that that Santa like sort of had to find his like once he got the hammer, he sort of like yeah. remembered okay. how to kick ass. Right. Whereas at the beginning. He he sort of knew how to kick ass, but he was having trouble. Like the right. like the one guy, the first dude that he fights, right. you know, but when the, he gets but, hurt. But, yeah, but, but he doesn't he doesn't want to kill anybody. He he right. hasn't right. found that inner beast yet. But, but, right, right. But my point is, is that you're laughing at my craftsmanship comment, despite the fact that this movie wasn't made for like, you know, five grand and shot by amateurs. It's actually a pretty slick looking movie. <laughs> so, no, it does look good but, for entertainment purposes. Okay. <laughs> but, but, but I think, I think you're, I, I think it's like, there's, there's a way to watch this. And I think, yes, you know, you, you do look at it like as far as like a little bit of technical and whatever, but I think, this movie is just meant to be like silly, stupid. No, fun. you're correct. No, no, you're not far off the mark there. It is supposed to be silly and stupid, and it's not like like you said. It's basically Die Hard with Santa Claus, except it's not basically. It's except and it's not taking place in the Nakatomi Towers. It's taking place in like a McMansion compound. Or a yeah, compound. yeah <laughs> it's a, a giant compound. compound. <laughs> a giant compound. <laughs> Some of the laziest security ever. <laughs> Can I just say though that that the actors that were in this movie, it seemed like everybody was kind of having a, a good time with it. Oh, like yeah. John Zamo seemed to be oh, having yeah. kind of like fun, <laughs> like being that villain and stuff, and 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 it was kind of cool when like you find out kind of his backstory, yeah. and 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 why he's kind of the way he is, and he hates Christmas, and and it's it's a it's a weird you know, but it's it's just kind of cool how it seemed like everybody just sort of had fun with it and just said screw it, <laughs> let's make this thing. Yeah, whatever <laughs> happens happens. It's not an yeah for them. It's not an actor's challenge. It's just you know oh okay this is a silly idea. Let's just go with it. <laughs> and, and, do you and, think, do you guys think that David Harbour was always Santa Claus? Like Daniel Day-Lewis was always Lincoln? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> are you saying, wait, are you saying, wait, are you saying like he was doing the method acting thing? Like, yes. He, yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I could kind of, actually, I could kind of see it. <laughs> I could see him. You know what, it. though? He really wasn't. He was basically, when I was watching the movie, I was like, it's Hopper in a Santa Claus outfit. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what I, what I was, it's Hopper with a Santa Claus outfit. Well, I will say that I did laugh at the way how um, David Harbour, like, plays up the concept of his Santa Claus as being this, and it's definitely in the writing, too. The, the the cynical drunk basically the cynical right. drunken Santa Claus he's still doing his job but it's begrudgingly so but when he you know, throws up over the sleigh <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome. just, and, and he's like just at the bar drinking yeah, like, that's what I love that I really yeah, love that I, part I do like the opening where he's like at the bar he's drinking and you think he's just another one of these dudes wearing a Santa Claus outfit and every answer he gives you know when when you watch when you get to the big reveal. 
oh, now I know what he meant when he said, yeah, I've been doing this for a long time, you know, and you're thinking, oh, what is a Santa Claus person? And this is possibly going to be my last year and all that yeah, stuff, yeah. Maybe my last year, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I love how he's just like, oh, well, hey, uh, I got that uh, video game for your friend here. He's talking to the bartender. Lady, your your and, grandson, and, your grandson. I got you this video game for your grandson. grandson. Save me a and trip. Then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then she's like, how did he know who my grandson's name was? He, <laughs> he's he's gone up to the roof. <laughs> but then I love the shots where he's like going to the various people's houses and he's like just chowing down on, on cookies and milk. Or, and then at one point, I think in, he, he like he's like going to like the, some you know later on he's at the 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 the, uh, the uh, lightstone family's place and he's like going through the bar and he's like looking for their drinks and saying oh yeah this is some good shit right <laughs> you know, it's all he's doing but yeah exactly but i thought the one part that was funny was he gives that lump of coal to that one dude that's sleeping on the couch <laughs> right wow. he takes his beer <laughs> and yeah, he gives yeah, yeah. gives a present <laughs> to the kid in the crib yeah <laughs> yeah and he's just he finally just mutters and says merry fucking christmas <laughs> Well, I, I, I like the I like the idea that the Santa is disgruntled at the point of like these kids just want more and more. And they're just all about greed and 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 you know wanting everything for himself. And whatever they have right now is not good enough. It's like they're happy for for the second. They just want the next new thing, the next bright shiny yeah. toy. Well, and I, I love right. the bit. Where, well, there's that bit where he goes to that one house and he's about to put the presents down, and all of a sudden he just sees nothing but Amazon boxes sitting underneath the tree. Right. <laughs> or, or, or and he go, or, and then he goes to that next house and he sees uh, the list. It's like cash, 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 video games, cash, 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 and he just yeah. like, uh, he just shakes his head. <laughs> that that was my Christmas list. <laughs> Did you get any of that though, Dave? When you were a kid, uh, I don't know yet. I'll I'll let you know after uh, Monday. As a oh, kid, even as a no, kid. No, as a kid. <laughs> oh, as a kid. Well, you know, I mean, as a kid, you know, I asked for video games, but I also asked for toys. You know, it just depended on the year. It just didn't occur um, to you to ask for money. <laughs> no, I usually didn't ask for money. No, because I I wanted the present. I yeah. wanted the big box. Yes. You know, yeah. like when you're a kid and you got that big ass box and you're just like, I want that. And it was all about like the biggest box. You know, and let me and then let me guess. The parents did get you the biggest box, and there was nothing in it. But you just wanted the big box. You just <laughs> no, wanted to I unwrap wanted, the box. <laughs> I wanted the GI Joe aircraft carrier. We all want a GI Joe F carrier. Holy Grail, Holy Grail of toys when we were kids. Yep, was the 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 GI Joe aircraft carrier that was a full blown aircraft carrier that you could literally put the two toy F fourteen Tomcats on that motherfucker. Like Did that thing it? was huge. No, Over I never four, got it. Was it, like, <laughs> what, was it like 12 feet long, Dave, or something like that? Eight feet oh long? Oh, my God. My friend had it, and I used to go to his house. And Oh, yeah. And, my my next-door neighbor had it, too. I, I never but got yeah, it. No, and I was now, like, oh, my God. But, you know, now with the amount of money that you make now, and you can just go on probably on eBay and get that. <laughs> just the You same know, and I thought about it. I thought about it. But then I'm like, what the hell would I do with it? And where would you put it? Where would I put it? That thing is huge. You have no idea how big this freaking thing is. Like, how this big? thing is obscene. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It is so, like, it is huge. It's just the dumb, it's so over the top. You make but it sound it's like it's so the size awesome. of a fucking car, dude. I mean, like, no, how... I mean, it's not, but it is the size of, like, a, like, a, probably, it's, it's like the square footage of, like, a, like a powder room. 
<laughs> like if if you were to kind of take it and put it in like a like a like a smaller to maybe mid-sized powder room, it probably would take up a good chunk of that space. God. It was huge. Oh my god, I wonder what the price range in that thing was. And you're younger than us, so you you probably don't remember that. Yeah, I don't, uh, but I mean But but it was the it was the toy. That and Power Wheels. Like the I wanted <laughs> Bigfoot Power Wheel. My kids got two. They each got their own, but I never got one. When I was young, <laughs> you never got one. Wow. No, I never got a power wheel, but that's good. That's it. You know, my parents didn't start doing well for themselves until I was in college. And then all of a sudden my dad started buying all this shit. Like, really? Was he buying No, but he was buying that for himself. <laughs> was he? Well, all right. you know, he did buy a computer for the family. So my brother's like, yeah, dad bought a new computer. I'm like, what? Like dad doesn't buy anything. He's like, well, he's buying shit now. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Okay." laughs> So, Isn't that amazing how hey, you don't think about that as a kid and then you, you, you see that or no, you you kind of sort of do wonder as a kid, you know, hey, man, you know, dad's not getting us a lot of presents for Christmas. And then you get older, you're in college and suddenly, you know, hey, things are looking up. And <laughs> so, well, oh, hey, Dave, yeah. real quick, uh, just to get back to your G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. So it came out in 1985. It retailed for $89.99. It's going Which isn't for that bad. Right, but it's going on eBay right now for $2,206. So if you wow. want that, wow. or or if you want to buy it now, it's $2,666. So, yeah, it. Um, wow. I'm trying to find the exact square footage of this bad boy, but yeah. So count, your, so count your pennies, Dave. <laughs> now, granted, now, granted, I remember this thing like when I was a kid. So, I, but it's it is big. It's huge. Now, I could have been exaggerating a little bit because it's been years since I've actually seen it live. But, oh, my God, this thing was like um, – and the thing was is I was so into Top Gun that having like a, an aircraft carrier like in the movie and then having it with your G.I. Joe dudes and whatever, it was – oh, my God, it was such a cool toy. They, yeah. they had another G.I. Joe toy that was that was awesome, a big, big toy. Like I had the base, the standard – G.I. Joe Oh, I had the Rolling Thunder, which was that big tank thing. It was I don't a, remember if I had that. I, I had that briefly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What'd you do with it? I sold it. <laughs> I sold it. Oh, sold <laughs> it. oh man. Yes. So anyway, sorry. That's, I, no, I got no, us no, no, that's all right. It, it makes for good discussion. Come on. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, 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 I just found that. Sorry, Dave. Sorry. Now I'm interested no. about it. It's, okay. The aircraft carrier was seven and a half feet. Or so it was seven feet, seven and a half feet long and three and a half feet wide. Wow. Yeah. And three feet tall. Oh, my God. Yes. The largest place size. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my God. Fl- I didn't really. You could probably float. You could probably float that on a lake somewhere. <laughs> you know what? That's twenty-one square feet of freaking toy. <laughs> you know what? Of toy. Yes. It, it is. Oh God. They've got two kids in this in one of the in the promo shots. One kid's at the ass end of this thing. The other kid's at the other end. And it's yeah, like they're, and they're, they probably can't even hear each other. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Dave, I'm sending this to you right now. <laughs> a picture. This a great descriptor, man. The, the, like, you know, like 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 in a, the, the, that big long fancy table where one person yeah. and they have to yell it's like at each Batman. Other. 
It's yeah. like Batman and Vicky Vale, and they're on the opposite ends. Yeah, and the FPL just has something basically fucking salt. You, you know, guys, this makes for a great audio podcasting, right? You're talking about this. <laughs> well, for our, for our, you know, for the, for the, for the um, listeners that are around our age bracket, Tim, they probably would remember. You know, Chris is obviously a little younger, so he doesn't quite recall. But Chris. Yeah, I'm sure you had your 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 fair share of toys that you loved when you were a kid or you wanted that yeah. that that you get. Yeah, yeah. You know, those holy grail toys that you really really wanted. All right, yeah. But you know what though? It it's it, it's so funny. Again, it's like yeah, maybe I should go on eBay and check it out. And I'm like, but what would I do with it? What what would the point of it be? Right. You just right. have it sit there sheds. It would sit there and then my wife would be like what is wrong with you? Like, why would you buy that? <laughs> yeah, that. Or in my case, I would have no one there telling me that. I would just tell myself, "Chris, come on, what? Come on, what, who are you trying to prove?" Okay, <laughs> you you I would, can't you... sit here and really say anything. I have like eight <laughs> arcade machines. Yeah, you've got a whole yeah. arcade in your basement, man. I've got like, an arcade literally... in my basement. Yeah, I'm I heard about looking that. at them right now. Yeah, I heard so, about it. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's. One day so I, I gotta, I've been living. Stuff. My my childhood. I gotta uh, stop. I gotta stop by there and check that out because I heard about that man. <laughs> yeah, it's super fun. Well, that was always my dream. Like when I was a kid, I wanted a full blown arcade machine, and I, you know, obviously they were crazy expensive and big and not capable. And then you know I got older, and you know there was an off- affordable alternative, so I I I bought one, and that turned into two, which turned into four, and oh uh, yeah. What, was it like ridiculously expensive, or was it? Or- Horrible. Okay. Well, I mean, what do you consider ridiculously expensive? Well, I, how much do those things? I well, guess I it's mean, all relative. Well, um, I mean, like in terms of refurbishment and, or, or obviously, no, these were brand new. <laughs> no, no. Well, these are these are like three quarter size arcade machines with with multiple games on them. So okay. they're not as big as the originals, but yeah. they have like better screens and stuff like that. So it's basically like an alternative to having to buy like the actual giant one with the, with the tube TV and whatever. Okay. So I would say they run, I mean, they can run anywhere from two fifty to four or 500 bucks, 600 okay, bucks. Right. Yeah. So they're not awful, but you know, it depends. Like, you know, I have a four player Ninja Turtle um, that was somewhat pricey, but I <laughs> love the Ninja Turtle arcade game. So I actually have my eye on X-Men, but I don't know where it would go. <laughs> no idea where you need to knock down a wall dave <laughs> yeah and nfl bliss that's another one i have my eye on but you know it's it's it, that's not happening anytime soon so start running your own place dave's arcade dave's are yeah call it dave's arcade <laughs> I, I mean i i lo- well tim you were just here yeah. not that long yeah. well a little bit ago yeah a few a, months ago uh yeah, almost a year now almost, well what uh spring yeah it, it's coming it, it's 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 coming up on a, it's coming up on a year i think i think we'll be oh yeah it'll be spring break yeah i came up i came up came down there for spring break last year wow so, i cannot believe it's been that long yeah 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 that's why i was hoping looking forward to seeing you to go see the go to the drive in with you and mark and uh, a couple of his neighbors that would have been fun because <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna see you next. <laughs> Just keep making me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> oh, so, so yeah. So I was gonna say now, 
you know, and then we're introduced to the characters, the the main characters of the this the Lightstone family. You know, you got the the mother Gertrude played, that's played by Beverly D'Angelo, um, her daughter Alva, uh, Alva's boyfriend Morgan Steele, who's like this. I guess he's like an up and coming actor. Well, yeah, I, I got I got that he was like a B a B star a B a B was a direct video kind of like action yeah, movie yeah. Well, guy. There's a, there's yeah. a point where he talks about how one film he did was like a big hit in Asia. So you know, I mean, yeah, I can kind of yeah. see that. And then there's their son, uh, Bertrude. Yeah. <laughs> he was named Bertrude after Gertrude. So yeah. that way they get on the family side. Um, and then there's the Gertrude's other son, Jason, who's, again, like I said, he's like a don't rock the boat pert kind of guy. He's like trying to placate both sides. Kind of milk toast, maybe a little bit. Um, and, is, you know, he's got his estranged wife, Linda, who's like pretty much doesn't seem to like be all that interested in trying to rekindle their failed separation, I guess you can say, and their daughter, Trudy. And, you know, uh, with the exception of those three characters, the other characters, the ones that I mentioned, yeah, I kind of felt they played on the classic, you know, millionaire, billionaire tropes of this wealthy family that hates each other, you know, and yeah. the and the loudmouth mother, like the, the we're first introduced to her and she's like talking to some senator. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you don't realize it's the same until she until she hangs up with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but she's saying things like, "Well, I don't care what you want, you fucking cocksucker," or whatever it is. Or she says, yeah. "Quit trying to bend me over," or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah, I'm going to bend you says, over. Or she says something like, "Or I'm going to bend you over and put it in your box." You know, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like she's being really horrible. You know, it's like, and then, like I said, Alva's like constantly drinking wine, and she's obviously an individual that's made bad choices. I mean she's with this wannabe actor that's like trying to like weasel his way into the family and get some money to finance his next action movie endeavor, you know? And then there's the, the son Bertrude or Bert, whatever you want to call him. Who's like the social media influencer and just all around obnoxious. And it's like, you know, it plays up on those tropes and it's like, it, it, it's amusing, but I mean, there were a couple of times where I was like, ah, you know, I mean, <laughs> this is getting, this is getting a tad too ridiculous for its own concept, but nevertheless, you know, I did like at the end when Bert was like, he had the, 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 and I think, it, I don't remember if it was an after credit scene or whatever, but he's like, the guy is dead. Like one of the dead soldiers. And he's like, this guy is dead. D E A D <laughs> be better. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's amazing. Just be better. He's dead. What is he gonna do? <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. Right. That just but, made me laugh. And um, no, and then and then we get this like moment where Mr. Scrooge shows up, played by John Leguizamo, who's uh, and his merry band of mercenaries that are there to basically steal the three hundred million dollars that Gertrude has in her secret secret vault. And um, I, I I like Leguizamo's performance of this again. Not really an actor's challenge, but you know he's here playing it in his usual pissed off mode. If you've ever, yeah, he's having yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. he's having, having fun. Having fun, you know, and and of course. You can kind of see like the weird Reservoir Dogs influence here as well. He's called Mister Scrooge. There's someone there named Tinsel, I believe. There, you he's know, he's really good about playing like kind of a smarmy, oh kind yeah, of shitty person. Like, right, like right. I don't know, I don't know if you guys <laughs> caught. Uh, did you guys watch the menu? No, no I did not. No. So he's in the menu, that. and he's like this actor that's like a dick, and he's. He plays it well, you know, and and yeah. even going back to like 
Carlito's way when oh, he yeah. was Benny oh, Blanco oh, from the Bronx, true. you know? It's great. like... I, I, I watched so that good movie. I watched that movie like months ago. I hadn't seen that movie at all, and I was really, yeah, he, yeah I never saw that. I didn't even know Brian wow. De Palma made that thing. You know, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like great Pacino performance. Yeah, I, I it's good. It's I'll really definitely good. say one drawback: the movie is supposed to take place in the seventies, but it totally felt like it was taking place in the late eighties. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, uh, I, I, you're right. You're right. It does have. It has a little continuity issue. Yeah, but, <laughs> times, but, but I, overall, but I, it's entertaining. But it was, yeah, I loved it too. And Sean Penn playing, you know, slightly yes. against. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was great. I thought he was great. Like, if you didn't know, like, you were like, is that Sean Penn? Yeah, like, it doesn't no. even look like Sean Penn. <laughs> yeah, him, him that, him that Afro. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but. You are correct. You know, John Leguizamo and Carlito's way, and he plays this again. Is smarmy in what John Leguizamo can play, basically, and right. in a way, and you see that here in this one too. Although a little more jokey, you know, he's like, because he yeah. he's always using like Christmas themed, you know, like elements. Yeah, like Christmas themed puns to like you know to, to to make a point about something. You know, there's like that one scene where he says. You know, unless you tell me, okay. So basically, while all this is going on, Santa Claus shows up there, and he 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 actually falls asleep on the electric chair recliner, <laughs> recliner, and he's on the massage chair. Out. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's trying to get out, and he accidentally kills one of the mercenaries, <laughs> and they catch it on video. And Legosano's character is now pissed, and he's like, "I want to know where this." who this Santa Claus is. And he says, if you don't tell me, I'm going to start killing people right now. Or, and then, and, and, and then he, he, he breaks off. Um, um, Oh God, the character, uh, Jason's finger and the nutcracker thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, no, 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 we're doing this wrong. Okay. It's called not, it's not called the finger cracker. It's called the nutcracker. <laughs> so I need to take out his junk and put it inside. <laughs> no, not the small one, the big one. <laughs> yeah, the big one. Yeah. I, I love when the one girl says, I'm not taking out his, I'm not taking out his balls. And he, and he goes, I've seen you scoop men's brains out. You can't grab this guy's <laughs> but I'm not touching his junk. That's where she draws yeah, yeah. the line. And then, that one, and then that one dude was like, I'll do it. And he goes, Oh, yeah, look, psychopaths are always willing to try something out, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but um, so, and then we get like a couple of like interesting like moments where like, like, like when Santa fights that one guy in the, the private uh, pool room and he's, got right. his, and he's got a Santa bag with him and he's trying to like, he, he's reaching inside there, pulling out presents, and he's like, video game, video game. Uh, come on, doesn't anybody, like, ask for a baseball bat or a Molotov <laughs> <laughs> And then he has to, like, fight that one guy with, like, whatever he has to pull out of the bag. And then he, at one point, he, like, grabs, like, the, 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 pool, the pool balls for the pool, pool table and uses that to whack him over the face. And then shoves that starry-eyed-looking ornament in the one guy's face and then, you know... Catch it, guy catches on fire, and the only thing Santa can do is just go oof, oof, while the smoke <laughs> is blowing at him. <laughs> but yeah, and, and and um, yeah, oh, and then there's that backstory about Santa. What was it again? He was like originally a Viking, yes, who, uh, uh, yeah. raped and uh, pillared and plundered and all that good stuff, yeah, yeah. But did it explain how he exactly became <laughs> Santa Claus? I'm trying to remember, did it, did no. it, I don't think it really, no, did. it, it, it no, really it did. did, yeah. 
Because I was like, well, how do they? How does that explain you become Santa Claus? The, I mean, they, I know. Yeah, semantics. Yeah, well, I know. it's an easy transition. <laughs> yeah. Viking warrior yeah. to Santa. I, yeah. yeah, it's like I, I got I, it. I, I think I, 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 I think I remember seeing. It's like going from serial killer to like upstanding member of society. Well, I, oh, it's all for kids. Well, Chris, I think I saw in an interview somewhere, or I read somewhere uh, uh, during research during research for this, is that they're going to explore more of the background and the sequel oh, that they're pr- planning to make. So, can we stop doing sequels and prequels? Just explain it in the first movie. Come on. Well, they give you some no. flashbacks. They give you some nods. They want to bring the people back. You know. God. What? But but you know what? That's the problem I have though with follow-ups. It's like, what if the fo- next follow-up fails? And it's like, oh, they've got stuff in. The- the follow-up that they're going to explain on the next one we're never going to get it <laughs> i don't know i just i just wish they would just do one cohesive story and then just stick with that but whatever i will say i will say that that was that that's probably one of my one of my drawbacks of the movie was yeah they they i kind of wish they would have connected the dot just hey here's how he became santa that's all yeah. I wanted to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it could have been like a two second explanation. I yeah. just kind of wanted to know because I felt like you went into his backstory to explain why he's good with a mallet and able to like kill a ton of people. That's great, but just give me a little feedback as to how he became Santa. Like how how did that happen? That's my only thing. Is I felt like that was kind of a plot hole. And again, this is not you know high <laughs> art. I get that. But just connect that dot. That's the yeah. only dot. I please connect that dot. I would have been just happy if he said Christmas magic. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. At least it would have Christmas magic. You know, it's such a deuce ex machina of the whole end of the movie too. <laughs> with yeah, what he just to him. <laughs> he just leaves it as you know up in the air, and it's just sort of like okay. And I'm like, all right. I mean, you know, fine. <laughs> you know the movie ended i'm like i didn't get my answer okay yeah well, there you go but um now but i mean like there's a moment in the movie where it feels like santa doesn't really want to go back to his old fighting ways until he like gets pushed to the limit and then he finally finds a sledgehammer in there and <laughs> starts wailing away at the bad guy <laughs> right Right. Yeah. All the while, Mr. Scrooge, the John Leguizamo character, discovers that the three hundred million that they have in the mansion is now gone, <laughs> and and um, I believe it was the son uh, Jason that was trying to steal it, because there was this whole plot about how he was going to try to like get back together with his wife Linda, you know, rekindle their separate, rekindle their their failed marriage, and uh, you know, go off into the sunset together with their daughter Trudy. <laughs> and, and somehow managed to like steal all this money from underneath her mother <laughs> so effectively pissing off mr scrooge <laughs> but uh but uh and then there, there's like this other moment too where like she um gertrude has like a kill squad it's like the it's like her own personal protection agency correct yes yeah because originally she had a brother that was kidnapped back in the 70s and her father had like enlisted a kill squad to like get him back and yeah, it's like it's like a family. It's, it's like the fa- her own family of like uh, her own personal like little army for the yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. But 
plot twist turns out that the the kill squad has decided to team up with mr scrooge what <laughs> a twist yeah, yeah. Well, well, here, here's the thing is what i love about that is you could see santa taking out like you know uh the scrooges like um, a couple of their henchmen and then he thinks he's home free and then all of a sudden he sees all these military guys come up he's like oh fuck basically <laughs> like oh yeah. more more bad guys to kill <laughs> and what i find interesting too about this is that i you know out of all the people that gets killed in this family, it's the um, it's it's that boyfriend Morgan Steele. Yeah, he's like the only person it, within this family that gets killed, even though he's not really blood related. <laughs> I don't know if anybody noticed that, but I'm like, he's the only one in here yeah. in the group that gets murdered. <laughs> like nobody else. Like Alva doesn't get killed. Their annoying son doesn't get killed. You know, yeah. it's it's like okay. You're a douche. You'll survive if you're uh, if you're related. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're related, or if you're not okay. if you're not a part of the family, you're gonna get killed. <laughs> and uh, as Dave mentioned earlier, the uh, the over the top action sequences of Santa Claus going to town and killing all these um, all these mercenaries. And wait, and that, there's like a Home Alone element to this movie too, because that that one girl Trudy, uh, was played by Leah Brady. She's like goes off on her own and ends up in the attic and there's that one dude that like what is it he he sees like the, the ladder leading to the attic has like um like broken glass on it or something no and then there's like a like a are you talking about trudy was like, setting up the home alone traps while she's trapped up in yeah, the uh... yeah 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 and like the screwdriver like the one dude that falls onto that one screwdriver thing sticking sticking no i'm sorry the uh the drill bit that's being used like a nail and he falls right. on, with the, on his chin. Yeah. That was brutal. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. But I, I thought the funniest part was when the one female mercenary goes up there and she looks over and she sees Trudy with that bungee cord with the, with the bowling ball at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. That big smile on her face. And she just like lets it go and lets it go flying off and hit her. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wow, that's, I mean, it was funny. And I'm like, wow, that, but I was like, wow, it sounds like the filmmakers were like paying attention to Tex Avery cartoons from the 50s. <laughs> just the weirdo gags that they keep coming right. up in here. Well, but, that, that, that guy that takes it, uh, takes the thing through the chin, through the, through the throat or the, through the chin, oh, and then falls out on the nails or the spikes. Oh, Oh, I'm like, oh, I know. I, that, I that poor SOB. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! And well, but then he's gonna, hopefully he's going to get a tetanus shot after that. <laughs> Jeez. But um, and then so uh, they eventually find out where the money is hidden because they get that one. They get the son Jason to finally reveal where it's at. It's out. It's it's hidden underneath the the G, the the baby Jesus manger with the hay and everything. <laughs> but. Lo and behold, Santa shows up, and there's like the big fight sequence and everything, and and um, there's a big confrontation between him and John Leguizamo at the end of the movie, that uh, is over the top. And uh, what is what does Santa do to kill John Leguizamo? Does he like like pull him into a chimney, like like this old chimney from like a desecrated house, and like decapitate him? I think he did. It was I'm trying to remember now. Um. That's a good question. I'm trying to remember myself. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm certain it did happen that way. Wow. (laughs) I should have watched this movie again. (laughs) Just to be sure. 
Although Tim, you watched this movie a third time. Yeah, I don't remember. I, 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 honestly, it's getting a little late for me, and I, I've been up since like two a.m. So yeah. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, I, I'm trying to. Do, I'm a little fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> a little fuzzy memory here, there, Chris. <laughs> well, if I remember carefully, yeah. Santa does get shot in this thing, and there's like he's, and he's yeah, oh yeah, dying. Well, he, well that's where we're talking when I were talking talk to, towards the end of the film, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He gets, um, yeah, because the Scrooge, like, he does something where he's Scrooge is he's, he's gunned down Scrooge in the um in the snowmobile, and Scrooge steps right. out of the way and the, and I guess it hits like a tree trunk or something like that, and he goes flipping into the uh, house or the whatever there's a the abandoned whatever uh, barn, and then he lights up the the barn with like, shooting everything. So yeah, he does get shot. He gets he gets cut earlier, which he uses some um, uh, like wrapping paper, and you know he he stitches himself up earlier in the movie. But yeah, he does get shot. But by Leguizamo, I'm just not sure exactly where. But then they end up outside fighting in front of like a, a fireplace <laughs> um, and the ruins. And yeah, he uses a little bit of the Christmas magic, and he grabs um, Scrooge, and he sucks him up through the chimney and just basically breaks it in half, which is kind of a cool effect. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, yeah that, that wasn't cool. a bad shot. Yeah. <sighs> and then, of course, Santa's, like, close to dying, but as it turns out, Santa doesn't die because, why? Because of the belief Christmas in Santa. Christmas magic! Christmas magic! Well, the, yeah. well I think it's the belief. First, Trudy, then... Then um, her, the, her Trudy's dad and mom, and then uh, begrudgingly, everybody else says, yeah, yeah, we believe. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, again, it's part of the Christmas magic, you know? True, <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and what I love is what I love about the Christmas magic thing. It's like, it was, well, I'm not even sure how it works. <laughs> the Christmas magic. I know. Yeah, that, that's, and that's such an easy writer's way out is just to have them say Christmas but, magic. How does it work? I don't know how it works. Can, can, I, can I just say that I love the way that um, that Santa has a love-hate relationship with his reindeer. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> where, yeah. they, where they take off at the first sight of uh, uh, violence and they leave him behind. <laughs> yeah, and and then they come back and he's like just still angry at them until he notices that uh, they brought him a new Santa bag because his Santa bag got destroyed by yeah. uh, during an interrogation scene between him and Mr. Scrooge. You right. know, Mr. Scrooge threw the bag into the fireplace and everything because he does not believe that this is the real Chris Kringle. So, you know, of course. And... Uh, but and then he's like, "Did Mrs. Claus give me this?" And he goes, "Oh, I can't be mad at you guys." Yeah, and then he <laughs> then, and then he finds Skull Crusher. <laughs> I, I want that. Oh, yeah, I want yeah, 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 yeah. Those thing that he does to get up the tree. I also yeah. like. <laughs> like yeah. he tries to do that, and he goes, "No, shit, 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 no." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and 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 then the movie ends with you know, despite the fact that there's one death in the in the not too relatable aspect of the family they're all together again and they're just one big happy family <laughs> and that's the end yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, stay, well, stay tuned for the sequel folks <laughs> yeah it's not a bad movie i mean it, it's definitely worth watching i'd say i mean i mean it's it's like i said it like, like i'm with dave on this though too you know it is a silly ass concept but it does its job well so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I mean, it definitely I, I, wasn't a waste of time, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. 
So I, you know, I recommend it. I'm sure Dave. I definitely recommend it. I think it's a fun movie. Just, just know what you're getting into. Oh yeah. Before you yeah. get into it. <laughs> it may not be your type of movie. Like, yeah. I actually asked Megan, I'm like, hey, do you want to watch this with me? And she's like, well, what is it? And I'm like, well, it's basically Hopper killing a lot of people as dressed up as Santa. And she's like, that's okay. You can go watch it by yourself. Well, well Wayne is saw it, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, am I wrong? Am I it's an oversimplification, I think, just a little. <laughs> she was upset. You know what? I'll tell you what, she was upset it wasn't a Hallmark Christmas movie. Although I would love to see this play on the Hallmark show. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because Megan digs on like horror movies and stuff. It's just that just didn't seem like something that she wanted to watch at the yeah. time. So, yeah. well, it's you know good, what? Though, but... this, is, this isn't really a horror movie. It's really more no. of a uh, action yeah, movie. It's, it's an action movie. Like a, uh, yeah, it's it's an action movie with Chris Kringle. Uh, well, and you, can, and you can say <laughs> you, can say, you can say it's action fantasy because that's what it is. Yeah, I mean it's not like Santa's sleigh <laughs> or Christmas Evil. <laughs> Come on, Christmas Evil or I don't know, Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> oh my God, Christmas Evil! Oh my God, you know I can't believe that movie has a cult following because I remember when I first watched it, I was like, Oh my God, this thing is kind of disappointing. <laughs> I, was, I was very upset with it. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, no. It, but uh, Tim, I'm sure you yeah, recommend. Yeah, I, I I do. I highly recommend it. I I always have a lot of fun watching it, and I can't actually wait to watch it with my son and uh, wife. Hopefully before uh, Christmas. So we got a few more days. So hopefully I'll get one more viewing in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, Dave is correct though. Just know what you're getting into. He's sort yes. of like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ew! I stepped into something squishy and disgusting. For sure. Every time. Ah, <laughs> uh, you stepped into THSP. <laughs> you that doesn't come off. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, I feel like we've uh, thoroughly put a bow on this uh, episode, don't you? Yeah. Yes. I mean, you know. Yeah. And Dave, how was, you know, I mean, it wasn't just us here talking about this. We had a nice turkey dinner set up here for you, Dave. What what did you think of the food? <laughs> uh, it was a little stale. Since you had it out since the episode I was supposed to be on. Well, you guys yeah. didn't even wrap it. <laughs> yeah, we, well, yeah. <laughs> or refrigerate it. I hope yeah. you like salmonella. I'm oh, yeah, still we... eating it, but I feel the worms. <laughs> well, we we felt that was perfect retribution towards you. So, yeah. <laughs> Nothing like three-week-old mac and cheese. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, Tim, do you have any fun facts about this movie? Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Yeah, I, I, I can probably find a few for y'all. Well, if uh, you don't, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see here. Let me find. Let me go through, scroll through some of my notes here. Okay, uh, the Largo. The lo I'm sorry. The lo Largo. Wow. See, I'm, it's really late. Um, the logo on the catering company van is called Farkas and Dill after the bullies in a Christmas story. Um, nice. Let's see here. Oh, um, after Santa Claus takes out some of the insurgents, uh, Scrooge asks the protagonist. Uh, he asks the protagonist. Uh, Sorry. After Santa Claus takes out some of the insurgents, Scrooge asks whether the protagonist could be a small town cop with five kids, a reference to Harper's character Chief Hop Hopper in Stranger Things. Um, and then, ah, and then finally, here we go. 
Beverly, yeah, Beverly D'Angelo appears as the family's matriarch in another Christmas movie, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation from 1989. Both movies include heavily armed, trained individuals invading her home on Christmas Eve, uh, explosions, someone's hair catching on fire, and death by Christmas tree light, light execution, uh, electrocution. So there you go. Yes. Yes. So there you go. There are some fun facts of uh, for Violent Night. So well done. All right. With that, our episode has come to an end. Thank you for spending some time with us. Thank you, Dave, for joining us tonight. And I would like to wish everyone a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year's. Guys, would you like anything else to add before we turn out the light? No. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, this was a lot of fun. And uh, definitely happy holidays to everyone. Be safe and uh, enjoy it. Yeah, and hopefully Dave will be back with us for our Thanksgiving episode of 2024. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, might, you, might, you might have to hurt Vin again. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm going to just say I'm very happy Dave said that because I just love those answers that he gives. Because <laughs> we know my thing. Because we know you're going to come back, Dave. We know it. <laughs> I'll, I'll be t- my thing. Dave, I'll be texting you a list shortly of all the crappy Thanksgiving movies I could possibly find. <laughs> so be on the lookout for that in the next few hours. <laughs> I'll delete those texts, but I'll keep the one of the G.I.G. aircraft. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is massive. <laughs> that's that's what she said. Thank you. <laughs> Dave's going to run off to eBay now and see if he <laughs> Dave's got his own weapon of mass destruction in his pants. <laughs> Don't you worry about a thing. <laughs> no, this is great, guys. Yes. Always fun, as always. Thank you, guys. Uh, okay. Really appreciate it. Okay, so for Chris Koenig and our special guest, Dave Rodriguez, I'm Tim Kazza. We will see you next season for our 10th year. So stay tuned to our social media outlets for more updates. Good night, everyone. Thank, Thank you for listening to THSP Season 9. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and have a Happy New Year. Oh, son of a bit, son of a bit, son of a bit, the bit, a gun. <laughs> you thought I was going to say as this, son of a bitch, didn't you? <laughs> That's all, folks.